Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Longcats Media presents Mockery Manor, Season 2 Episode 6 Synthetic Banana Hilda paid everyone off, paid them to shut up. I think Gunther found something out about Dunkelschloss, about Wizard Entertainment, and they killed him for it. Oh my God! Knockety knock knock. Sorry, the door was open. Room service. Oh yes. You ordered room service. On the table. Yes, lovely. Thanks. Oh come on. Oh, silver dome. <laughs> Schnitzel. Very crispy. I do love room service. Do your friends want to order anything? No! Nothing for me, thanks. Oh, can I have some chips? Oh, for God's sake. No, they're leaving soon. Thank you. Here. Tip. <laughs> Keep it. That is a humiliatingly small amount. Enjoy! Schnitzel, anyone? Schnitzel! I just told you my friend was killed, and you want to share schnitzel? You don't know he was killed, though, do you? What?! I mean, he might have just left and not told you. I do that all the time. You know, adventure calls, or there's a little bit of trouble, or I've upset someone, or whatever. It's just easier to, you know, hit the road. Gunther was not some dropout. He would not have done that. Dropout? Excuse me, are you calling me a dropout? And before he disappeared, Gunther told me something was going on at a park. So it's, it's connected. You don't even know me. A dropout! If the shoe fits. Pardon? What was that, Betty? Care to share it with the class? I said, if the shoe fits. Your friend here seems to have the measure of you already. Oh my god! It's my gut. It never fails. Just because I'm not some holier-than-thou, judgy-wudgy, grump-faced, can't-have-a-good-time, goodness me, no, how terribly vulgar and embarrassing. I've grown up, that's all. Whereas you lost the plot. No, you lost the plot. When I came to find you at Rishikesh, you thought you were some kind of transcendental being. It's called spirituality. You wouldn't even speak. It's called silent meditation. I left you a note at the hostel. <laughs> the note? Dear JJ, I'm like totally connecting with my yoni man. I was looking for peace. And you are too. Admit it. But you can't party the pain away, JJ. And you can't bore the pain away. 
Excuse me. Boring. I'm twice as fun as you. I'm cool. You were cool when you were 16. That was a long time ago. And you think you're cool now? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm cooler oh than you. Oh my god, shut up! That's better. Now pretend you don't hate each other. This is making my nerves jingle jangle. None of you are going to help me, are you? You are too wrapped up in your own nonsense. Fine. Fine! Just don't get in my way. Gretchen, wait. Oh, dear. I should talk to her about this Gunther. Oh, God. Do you really think her friend was bumped off? Because that's actually really alarming. Maybe this isn't about industrial espionage. I do not know if he was bumped off. I do not know a lot, it seems. I, I need to get back to the park. Hilda will have seen we are gone. Are you going to tell her my sister's here? No, not now. Not when I do not know what she is capable of. This is very bad. Whoa, all right. I have been blindly following orders. I have been refusing to look too close. In case I did not like what I see. I think we all do that. Some more than others. What are you looking at me for? I have been lying to myself. Me, Thomas, who marched in the Golaniad. A proud hoodlum against the state machine. I forget who I am. All that I have gone through. My bine haimana dekit tradator. And My he's singing. Trust you to befriend a weirdo. Oh, shut up, eh? You shut up. Go take another vow of silence. Give us all a break. You take a vow of silence. No, you! I go now, before you two start bickering again. Thomas, if you find anything out, can you let me know? No, sorry. You will pass it on to this mockery place. I do not know who they are. Okay, that's fair enough. We'll just conduct separate investigations. I'm not investigating shit. I'm sorry, sucks to be you guys, but I'm out of here. Out of here? Yeah, that's right. What? Out of Dungleschloss? Yep. I'm getting the first bus to anywhere that's not a flipping theme park. Today, in fact. No time like the present. See ya. Wait, JJ. Betty, I can't stay here. Not if there's weird shit going down. I'm sorry, but there is nothing you can do or say to stop me. I have a child! You what? I got pregnant at the ashram. Pregnant? But... What? What? How? Who? The guy who ran the place. Bloody Jagriti. Real name, Raymond Figgins. The San Francisco guru. You had a baby. Freddy. That's his name. You're a mum? I'm an aunt? And we're broke? I've given Freddy the worst start in life. Oh, I'm a terrible mum. But I want to be better, and this is how I'm going to do it. But it won't work unless you stay, JJ. So please stay. Will you? Careful with that. Max, go and help him, would you? Right, Jenkins. Oh, Parker. Hello. What are you doing in the lorry bay? I'm looking for you. Margot told me where you were. She knew I was here. She must be paying more attention than I thought. Jenkins, can we... Careful, I said. 
Goodness me. Can we talk about something? Bit busy, Parker. Can it wait? Uh, I'd, I'd rather not. Hey, what's going on anyway? Are they, are they the arcade machines from Roswell? What are they doing being loaded into a truck? They're going to Wizard's Palace of Wax in Holland as part of the European Exchange Programme. Shouldn't I have known about this? I mean, I am the assistant manager And of... I'm in charge of the exchange programme. Nothing for you to concern yourself with, my boy. Right. Why does a wax museum need alien-themed arcade machines? Maybe they're shaking things up. Oh. If it's an exchange programme, does that mean we're going to get a load of waxworks? No, we're not going to get a load of... Where are we of... going to put them? Look, do you really want me to explain our European operations? I warn you, it's very, very boring. Come on, let's move over here. It's a bit quieter. And tell me what's on your mind. Oh, yeah, is that okay? Great, thanks. Right. Now, what can I do for you? I don't really know how to broach this, so I'm just going to say it. Righty-ho. Go ahead. Jenkins, where did you bury Smithy? What the f- I need to know. It's important. Uh, why the hell would you ask me that? I don't know. I want to I, I want to visit Smithy's grave. Yeah. Why? To say sorry. You don't have anything to be sorry for, you buffoon. You didn't do anything. I did. I did. He's dead because of me. What on earth? I came to you all those years ago. I told you I'd seen Smithy doing something to the ride just before me dad was killed on it, remember? Of course I bloody do. I wanted revenge, Jenkins. And then you went and... Disappeared in. Exactly. Me, not you. I dealt with it. You were just a child. You think I'd ever let a child tell me what to do? No, I, I guess not, but. But I, I said. Nor would I have taken your word for it. There might have been a perfectly rational explanation for why Smithy was tampering with the ride. So I questioned him first, and he bragged to me, Parker. Smithy was proud of what he'd done. Smithy confessed? Yes. Even your father's sickness, the one that baffled the doctors. What about it? Rat poison. Smithy told me he'd been poisoning your father for months. But it was taking too long, so he fixed it so that the ride would crush him. Oh my god. Oh my god. So if this sudden hysteria is guilt, you'll squash that right now. And if you ever bring this up again, to anyone, if I hear you're turning into a liability... Just get a bloody grip. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Loose lips sink ships. And this particular ship contains everyone you hold dear. Me, Margot, your mother. My mum? If she found out your father's death wasn't an accident, and that you knew all these years and you hadn't told her or the police, well, do you think she'd be happy? This is a nightmare. This place is evil. No, don't be ridiculous. This is your home. Smithy was evil. Norton and his grotesque offspring, they're evil. But the rest of us, we simply protect the ones we love. Don't we? I... I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> what on earth brought this on, Parker? Nothing. Everything. It... Jenkins, it's always there. It's getting harder and harder to hide. It's rather troublesome. <sighs> Jenkins, please, just tell me, where is Smithy buried? I had no idea you were in such turmoil, Parker. 
that you think I'm a murderer? You think I'm capable of that? Of course. All this time you've assumed I killed him. What? And I never corrected you. But he's not dead, Parker. I just scared him off, that's all. What? No! No! No, 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 no! I, I remember you told me that- I never told you anything. But I'm sure you did. I, I said, is he dead? And then, and then you- I didn't say a word, did I? Cast your mind back. But, but you let me believe he was dead. That you'd done it. It was better that way. It was? You were a child. A terrified, angry, grieving child. I didn't want you to be scared he'd return. A killer rearing out of the shadows. Smithy's still alive? Parker, why don't you have some time off work? Knock off early today. Go home, have a bath. A, a bath? Yes, yes, and a whiskey. Treat yourself. Okay. Yeah. Actually, could I have a bit longer? A week, maybe. A week? We're in high season, Parker. Yeah, but my melon's all twisted, Jenkins. Work will take your mind off things. I, I might make a mistake. And you make a mistake in a theme park, people get hurt. All right, then. Davina can cover for you. Thank you. But Parker, if you feel odd during your little holiday, you call me right away. Do you hear? I want to know first. No one else would understand. Oh, for Pete's sake. What's wrong with him? Excuse me, Parker. Have you dented it? Where's the forklift? Jenkins. Who are you? This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to the Unidentified Frying Objects Diner. Would you like a table or a booth? Sorry, losing me accent there. Yee whore, yee whore. Howdy doody. Ah, there it is. We'll have a booth, oh, please, love. Oh, it's hot in here. It's like being down bloody pit. This way, partners, partners, part partners. Oh, Sally's kicking me. Greetings! It's a mysterious voice from the sky! <laughs> no, no, I'm only joking. I'm the unidentified frying objects diner supervisor, Paul. Just here to say, yes, it's unusually hot here today at Mockery Manor, and boy, howdy are we regretting making this diner out of tin. <clears throat> I have had requests to turn the air conditioning on, but bad news, that's not possible because we don't have air conditioning because this is England. Sorry about that. So uh, enjoy your dining experience at the UFO Diner and be sure to keep an eye out for little green men. If you find one, you get a free child-sized slushie in the flavour pink. 
Hee-whore! Hey there! <laughs> Yo-ho-ho! Are you ready to order? You don't have to do the accent with us, love. Oh, uh, I don't mind, though. I will have the chicken in a basket, thank you. I'll have the scampi and we'll both have banana milkshakes. Yee-whore! Coming right up. Lickety split. Ugh, God, it's boiling! I'm sweating cobs. This has become my favourite place in the park. Really? God, you're an odd one, Margot Mockery. Don't you like it? Oh, yeah. I love me a faux leather bonquette. Love peeling me thighs off the seat. The risk of hot pants, Davina. Beauty is pain, Margot. <laughs> Can I nick your placemat? I'm going to sit on it. There, yeah, that's better. Ugh. Oh, me thighs. Alien in my chip. Oh, old chap. Give yeah, I can see why you like it here. Yeah? Dead relaxing. It's quieter than the manor. The crying, the screams. I thought they were coming from inside my head. And then I remembered. There's a baby in the house. Oh, yeah. How is little Freddy? Is he missing his mum? Where is he, by the way? I left him in his playpen, gurgling away quite happily, sucking on a gin-soaked rag. Oh, Margot, I don't think they like you doing that nowadays. I don't know why. Maybe it gives him a taste for it. I'll bring him next time. He's a darling child. So happy. I hope he escapes the mockery curse. You didn't tell me you were cursed. Oh, did an old woman seek shelter at the manor in a storm and a mockery turned her away? Is that it? Or one of the heirlooms? Is it cursed? Is that it? Not a literal curse, Davina. I just meant we seem to be unlucky. Oh, right, yeah. Here's your banana milkshakes. Thank you. So, did you find anything? Oh yeah, defo. Oh no. There's some creative accountancy going on, babes, that's for sure. Oh Jenkins, what are you playing at? I made copies. They're in me safe at home. The originals are in here. A cake tin. I thought about using a manila folder, but that sort of screams, look, important secret documents, don't you think? Give it back when you're done with it. That's me favourite cake tin. Did anyone notice or ask what you wanted? No one pays attention to me, pet. Even in hot pants? Obviously they do in hot pants. But for this, I use me secret wardrobe of sensible, age-appropriate outfits. An old coat and a long skirt and people's eyes just slide over me. A person-shaped hole in space and time. The cloak of irrelevance. Yeah, it's crap, innit? Still, comes in handy. Mmm, synthetic banana. So, what happens now? I've made an appointment to update my will. Oh, that's optimistic. What else? Oh, Margot, don't tell me you don't have a plan. How can I plan when I don't know what's happening or who to trust? You got me, babes. And your nieces, too. JJ and Betty. What help could they offer? Yeah, nothing. Couldn't find that ass with their hands, those two. You know, babes, something's been bothering me. Why did Jenkins send Betty to Dunkelschloss? What did he tell you exactly? That he thought she needed to spend some time with her sister. That's nice of him. Do you believe it? What do you mean? He wasn't lying about that. I saw the plane ticket before she went. She's in Germany. Hmm. What is it? You're worried. What, me? No, 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 it's fine. No, don't worry, babes. Davina. You know, there's probably nothing to worry about at all. Jenkins is such a boring old stick. Whatever he's doing is bound to be legal and above board. I bet he found some tax loophole or something. Just forgot to tell you. And he'd never put you in danger, would he? No, of course he wouldn't. So how bad can it really get? 
JJ, will you stay? For me? No, sorry. What the hell? I just told you I have a child! I'm broke! I can't, Betty. I can't get tangled up with mockery again. That place is bad news. If we take their money, we'll owe them. It's the best option. The only option. It's not. I'm asking for your help, JJ. And I'm going to help you. Look, I just need to get something from the woods. And then we can get out of here. Go to Berlin, maybe. And then we can figure out how to sell it, and we'll both be set for life. Something from the woods? What's that then, magic beans? Ah, you mean the Lemire? Are you still here? Oh, yes. The baby revelation was quite compelling. How do you know about the Vermeer? Hilda listened into your phone conversation with the petty crook with the earwax. Eric? Eric? Oh, no. Oh, you don't mean... Dodgy Eric, yeah. Oh, God, you've been in contact with him. And what's a wuh-wuh, anyway? Vermeer. Johannes Vermeer. Who's that? Uh, 17th century Dutch painter. One of his works was stolen two years ago from a museum in Boston, America. JJ, what's this about? Okay, don't freak out, please. On balance, it's a good thing the painting fell into my hands. It could be our ticket to, like, quite a nice life. So this painting is important? How much is this thing worth? I don't know, but a lot? Like... Tens of thousands, or maybe hundreds of thousands. Bloody hell. Uh, uh, um, Why are you making that noise? Uh, I don't think it's worth that. Oh, no, don't say that. Really? Yes, I'm actually very certain it's not worth that. How do you know? I was professor of art history back in Bucharest, and now I wear Eurobear costume, so that's fun. Oh, how much is it worth, then? Well, you know, about... Uh, now, this is only approximate, remember, but uh, based on the number of factors... Oh, just tell me! <sighs> Somewhere in the region of 200 million US dollars. Oh, fuck! If you're enjoying Mockery Manor, you'll also enjoy another of our podcasts, Madame Magenta Sonos Mystica. It's a semi-improvised comedy storytelling series in which Lindsay plays the powerful but slightly over it psychic and medium Madame Magenta, and I play her loyal husband, Bernard. Together, we battle dark forces and commune with the spirits to solve real-world problems sent in by you, the listeners. For more information, click the link in the show notes of this episode or search Madame Magenta wherever you get your podcasts. Mockery Manor is written and directed by Lindsay Sharman. Music, sound design and editing by Lawrence Owen. Hayley Evanett was JJ and Betty. Lawrence Owen was Parker, Jenkins, Paul, The Bellhop and additional voices. Lindsay Sharman was Margot, Davina and additional voices. Abby Eastwood was Gretchen and The Waitress. And Alistair Beckett-King was Thomas. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Of Mice and Men and Monsters is a podcast which combines the art and beauty of classic literature with the fun of Dungeons and Dragons roleplay. 
These episodes are led by me, Kate, your master teacher, which is dungeon master meets high school English teacher. We take on quests in these fascinating worlds, meeting and adventuring with the greatest literary characters of all time, solving puzzles set up by the dubious Dr. Frankenstein. One eye is over there, and the other eye is rolled over there. Exactly right. Hunting Moby Dick alongside Captain Ahab. (laughs) I've rolled a one. Oh, you rolled a one! Of Mice and Men and Monsters is a faithful yet irreverent way to interact with the stories which have influenced us for centuries. Plus, it's a much more exciting way to experience literature than writing an essay. Essays don't have swords which burst into flame, or poop monsters hiding in toilets. Anybody got some poop for me? A new episode of Of Mice and Men and Monsters is released every other Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts.